0: Play the fucking intro.
1: This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 243, last one before the Christmas. Holiday. Yep,
0: two forty-three. Nothing really special about that number. It doesn't than, really coincide with the holiday at all.
1: Other than we have a lot of cool music we're playing. Yeah. And so you can attach you... cool music we're playing to the number two forty-three.
0: I'm trying to knock posters off the wall. <laughs> apparently, I guess uh, two four and two forty-three. It's like yeah, twenty fourth, the actual day, the actual celebration of the birth of our Lord and Savior. Let me kill, mister. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I support I support that day. Awesome. But the three is just kind of, I don't know, the trinity? I don't fucking know. <laughs>
1: Who knows? Who cares? Yeah. On this episode, <laughs> it's the last one before the holiday. We are going to pack a bunch of Christmas tracks in here. And I even have a few that uh, I might play next week. But next week will be the last that we play Christmas music until the next Year's holiday season
0: next week is the Christmas die down yes it started it started two months too early now it's all gonna be just shoved out of the door in a week yep (laughs) kind of like the kind of like the family members that come to your house for Christmas and you feel like they've been there for too long and you can't wait to get them out
1: right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well we are gonna do that we're gonna get through next week and in will come the new year, out will be the holiday music, and we'll be moving on. Yep. But this episode, tons of holiday music. Next episode there'll be some. Let's get into some new stuff that is gonna be coming out and has come out. Stuff that has come out will start on December 12th, the Usurpers. They put out a split with a band from Russia, Night of Rage. And the split is called Cold War. Uh, Came out on the 12th. Also on the 12th, Disposal put out Demo 2021 on Slow Death Records for a demo. Sounds really good. I recommend checking that one out. Cloud Surfers put out a new single called Jaeger, or Jaeger Dang, I think. It's all one word. (laughs) Uh, A new compilation, GTRRC came out. I want to thank Scatter for sending that over, getting that on my radar. I need to spend some time going through it. And listening to some of the music, uh, some of the bands that are on there, Satanic Yogas. That's a phenomenal name. I think we've talked about them before. They were on some other compilation that we were looking at. Uh, Spinal Crap. What a cool name that one is, right?
0: <laughs> it's a that's a play that's a play on words from a band that was a play on metal bands. Right. Wow. That's like a. What is that? That's a pun of a pun
1: <laughs> right and on this particular compilation gtrrc3 from gt uh, gt so g-e-e-t-e-e out of sydney australia that's where you will find it it is covers there's 46 tracks tons of bands doing tons of covers uh punk bands covering poison idea kiss circle jerks zz top cardi b Rose Tattoo, that's the spinal crap, uh, who they're covering. They're covering Rose Tattoos, Nice Boys, uh, The Damned, Mountain, Misfits, Buzzcocks, Circle Jerks. I guess there's a couple Circle Jerks and a couple, there's another Kiss. So go check that out. I'm not going to go over all 46 tracks, but I do look forward to trying to play some coming up. Especially because they're all covers and there's a variety of bands. Even one band's covering ABBA. Oh, man.
0: Is anyone covering Spinal Tap's Lick My Love Pump?
1: I do not see that on there. I did not see Spinal Tap. But <laughs> covering Judas Priest living after midnight, that is the AC connection. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're going to cover any Judas Priest, um, uh, God, I don't know. There's just too damn many. Right? <laughs> but can't go wrong with that one. Someone even covering the Beatles. So get out there. Check yeah. that one out. Uh, also, coming or that recently came out on the 13th, Ugly Youth put out something in Russian. It's uh, an EP. I, I'm not going to translate it this time. Just go check out <laughs> Ugly Youth. But it's just
0: called something in Russian.
1: It is. It's two words, so it could be something in Russian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Breaking down the language barrier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> on the 14th, Tough Ain't Enough Records put out Chaos. Chaos in Basque Country. Uh, a lot of Oi! bands from Bass Country on that compilation. I uh, love Tough Ain't Enough Records. they always putting out great releases. So another cool compilation. Check that one out. The Amity Affliction put out Somewhere Beyond the Blue EP on the 14th. Le Partisans put out Hard Mod EP on the 14th. That's two tracks that they had previously released, but they modded those tracks up. Uh, on the 14th, He Who Cannot Be Named... From the Dwarves, got together with a handful of other great musicians, and they put out Fibulous Faber and Friends on Laptop Punk Records, which is basically punk music for all ages. It's kind of has like Dr. Seuss, I think it was like Dr. Seuss or some of that era's Uh artwork uh, as the cover art. So if you're into that, check it out. On the 15th, Ruscaja put out Last Christmas Single, Bastard Squad released a new single called Brainwashed on the 15th. It's off of an upcoming EP called Hideaway. Martin's Army put out Ode on the Frunde. So an ode to friends, I believe, uh, or somewhere along those lines. On the 16th, it's really good. Every song is owed to a specific friend, has their name. Uh, four tracks on that EP, it's, it's good. I like Martin's Army. Martin's Army. The Jansen they put out dua bila mata pedang. On the sixteenth, Butchers Nell released a new single called "Missing Pieces." On the sixteenth, Life's Question released uh, their LP promo on Triple B Records. Uh, LP promo twenty twenty one on Triple B Records. Fraction they released a uh, reveille toi, but they released that like you can buy it directly from them on CD. Uh, Getting it digitally will be coming out shortly. I think they're supposed to offer up a couple of the tracks before too long, so you can check them out. But uh, if you're over in Europe, especially in France, you can definitely order that now. Another one that is released, but uh, you can only get it from Oi the Shop currently. I don't think you can listen to it, even listen to it, let alone get it digitally, is Haymaker. Their new one, Boot Boys Don't Give a Fuck. That was the 17th. The Young Ones released Stanley Boulevard on the 17th. Achtung released Liebe aus Beton on the 17th. Modern Life is War released a new uh, EP called Tribulation Work Songs, uh, Volume 3 EP. Brute Force Trauma released World is Burning EP on the 17th. 3DBS Down released a new single called Picking Sides on the 17th. Nancy Boy released Spiky Eggnog Pogo Dance EP. I played a track off of that on the Punkin' Oil Worldwide Christmas episode last week. If you want to go check that out or just go look up Nancy Boy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mandalore released a single off of their upcoming EP on Irish Voodoo Records on the 17th. Son of Hama. We'll get, back, we'll get into that more here sh- shortly. Mind Peace released Demo 2007 on Triple B Records on the 17th. Icky Punks' Punk Not Junk EP was released on... Uh, on Little Willie Records on the 18th and they've been like adding a song to that Little Willie Records uh, Bandcamp page for this release like almost every day. It started with like one or two tracks and I think they're up to like six or seven tracks. Pretty good. Go check it out. Dead Evil on the 19th released Down in Yon Forest. A single. Upstate Records released a new compilation called Upstate Records Best of 2021 and Upstate Records uh, going through that compilation had a lot of great bands, a lot of great releases throughout the year and it's like a single from Uh, some of their best releases throughout the year, so go check that one out. You might want to go back through the Upstate Records releases for the year after listening to that. Saving Vice released Dying to Watch, a single on the 20th. The Mad Splatter released Christmas at the Splatterhouse single on the 21st. Nice. KXX released I, or either I or a one, Roman numeral one. It's on Slovensky Punk Rock Portal. I believe they're from Slovenia. On the 22nd, Moonstomp and La Gachette, they released Oi Will Never Be Divided, Volume 4 Split on Steeltown Records. On the 22nd, State Champs released a Christmas track called Ordinary Christmas. It's a single. Death Spiral released Tyranny of Tradition. Uh, It's an EP on Safe Inside Records on the 22nd. And finally on the 22nd, the Kreutzer Sonata released Cradle to the Grave. I think I originally had that. For the 17th, but they looks like they bumped it and just released it today, the 22nd. Haven't had a chance to listen to it, but looking forward to it because I like that band out of Chicago. Eric, that list was a lot longer. I know that only goes up through today, (laughs) but the next releases I have, uh, I I don't really have anything in between now and the 1st. And we'll get into what's releasing on January 1st next week. So anything you have that you would like to add to this list? Well... There is the Absolved
0: EP, Elder, which I've uh, listened to the last week, and yeah, it is a scorcher. It's pretty damn heavy. Awesome. So I'm excited to uh, share some of that in the following weeks, but next week I will, in the next week, I will be listening to that Usurpers and Night of Rage split, because I need to uh, give give some love to... To scatter and um, Mauricio and I, oh, I forget the damn drummer's name. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll sorry, get back to you on that one.
0: Sorry, sorry, Usurper's drummer. You guys <laughs> are awesome, all of you. And I look forward to hearing the new shit that you've produced. It's <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> and uh, I feel like there was one more new one that came out that I've been listening to, but I, I don't know. Either I think, either I think there was. And my brain is just conceiving it as a tangible object, or I just uh, named it and didn't realize it.
1: <laughs> well, if it comes to you, we can announce that at any point in the show. Just stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's get into some new music.
0: Yes, we'll get into some new music. I will be checking out that new mo- Modern Life Is War
1: as well. Awesome. So I know they. Yeah. I think they were both cover tracks, if I'm not mistaken. That was on there. I think it was two track EP, and I think they were both covers. But I recommend it. It was cool. Yeah.
0: I'll have to check it out cuz I know that this is like a part 3 of uh two previous singles that were released. One was I believe 2019 and uh oh no, I think both of both of the previous ones were like in 2018. Okay. So so yeah, it's kind of a series.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, that's volume 3.
0: Yep. There you go. Anyway, yeah, the new music. I think this is the one that I was going to talk about. Yes. <laughs> the, <laughs> yes, y- as Dustin mentioned, we have a new single out from our very own, our friends in Mandalore. Yes. Oh, yes. Mandalore, they have been, uh, they've been teasing for quite some time about new music being released. And just, uh, I believe it was last week or the week before, somewhere earlier this month, they just made an announcement that they are officially signed to Irish Voodoo Records and that they were releasing new music on it. And there is an EP that is recorded. We actually have it. We do. We do. We do. We have it. (laughs) (laughs) But they have just released a single called Son of Hama from the Weapon of the Enemy future EP. Yes. Yes. And Son of Hama, yes, this is a reference to something in nerd culture. They have so far, obviously, referenced Star Wars. And they've also mentioned some references to Lord of the Rings. Their album is called It Was Made By Those Who Are Dead, which (laughs) is the city where uh, Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli go into the cave and they find all those ghosts. That is the city they're talking about. (laughs) Whereas this one, Son of Hama, (laughs) this, uh, I actually looked it up just to make sure. It's literally a reference to the second Lord of the Rings movie. It's in the little scene where all the soldiers and of the men race are prepping up for the battle of Helm's deep. And Aragorn sees this, uh, sees this little kid who's sharpening his sword and he asks him, give me your sword. What is your name? Helleth, son of Hama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's, right. the son of Hama is basically this little kid who's about to go into war alongside his, his brothers and his father. And, who knows how many other relatives in there fighting those orcs nice so yeah kind of a bit of a kind of a bit of a bleak <laughs> setting right but uh, but that's the best part in the whole series was battle of helm's deep i don't care what anyone says it was the <laughs> best part oh god so yes as for the song itself it is really awesome it's a uh, kind of a slow burner it's a uh, really groovy and just has like this Just some hammering riffs going through and through, and really the best thing I could compare it to is one of their songs that came out on the, it was made by Those Who Were Dead, the song Betrayal. It has that very same feel, only this one is a little longer. So, yeah, let's listen to this.
4: Piece of In the end Bring me your promise! What I saw! Strike us all, brothers! Strike us all! Got to vote your life! Divide us all! Bring me your promise! What it's a lola! You make it beautiful! And give me some hope!
0: There you go, the newest release from Mandalore. And could you expect anything less? It's heavy as hell, right? Oh, yeah. It's awesome. So props to you, Conrad and Andrew and Tucker and Mike. You guys are killing it. And yeah, I got nothing else to say other than I look forward to hearing the rest of this EP. You guys are killing
1: it. I love you. All right, we're going to get into some new music. Uh, I picked one less new track because I wanted to add another Christmas track and I've got three punk Christmas tracks and a non-punk Christmas track. So I'm throwing four Christmas tracks on here, but everything I picked is not Christmas. So we're only going to do one more new one instead of three new ones as we typically do. And we're going to do an extra Christmas one, but we'll get there.
0: Yeah. don't worry I've evened it out with uh things that have nothing to do with the holiday there you go I, I mean I guess I can draw and reach it back around to the holiday but yeah <laughs> I ain't gonna extend my reach that far I already I already used up all all of that effort trying to line up the title with the holiday <laughs> not even the title just the episode number
1: right well first Ben uh you might not expect I you know, just based on location that they're making Christmas music. But I guess Christmas can be celebrated anywhere. But the band El Sancho, they're from Waikoloa Village in Hawaii. And it's just so nice and warm and not snowy or your typical Christmas things, you, you know, that go along with the uh, holiday. They probably don't get Christmas trees there because they probably have to ship that shit in. That's just too expensive. <laughs> well, to quote,
0: to quote a Christmas movie... Why do we have to go to Florida? There are no Christmas trees in Florida. Well, we'll find a nice fake one. Or decorate a palm tree.
1: (laughs) And maybe that's what they do in Hawaii. Maybe. (laughs) El Sancho released Jollier Than Thou on December 3rd of this year. So just a couple weeks back. Uh, It's an EP. I think there were like six tracks on there. I played one of the tracks over on Punkinoy Worldwide. It was Merry Christmas, Joey Ramone. It's a great track. There's a lot of cool stuff. But I want to play Merry Christmas, motherfuckers, on this one, and that's what we're going to listen to. So here we go. Here's El Sancho off of Jollier Now. The track is called Merry Christmas, motherfuckers.
5: Gifts the shop But I don't got no money anyway Cause I spent it all getting drunk Bought a case of beer last Wednesday but Thursday it was gone So I bought another Friday now my bank is overdrawn Merry Christmas motherfuckers Merry Christmas to all of you Merry Christmas motherfuckers Don't tell me what to do Merry Christmas motherfuckers Merry Christmas to all of you Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Don't tell me what to do. Maybe I should stop drinking. Maybe I should get a job. Maybe then my mom would stop saying that I'm a fucking slob. Or the holidays are upon us. It's a time for joy and cheer. I just want to hide my room and drink 100 beers. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Merry Christmas to all of you. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers, don't tell me what to do. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers, Merry Christmas to all of you. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers, don't tell me what to do. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers, Merry Christmas to all of you. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers, don't tell me what to do. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers, Merry Christmas to all of you. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Don't tell me what to do. Fuck you. Don't
3: tell me what to do. Fuck you. Don't tell
1: me what to do. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Ha, ha, ha. So what'd you think of that?
0: Oh. Some of you motherfuckers didn't have a Cindy Lou Who come into your life, and it shows.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, god damn it, if it ain't
1: funny. <laughs> sure is. I oh, like uh, a good, funny Christmas tree. Oh,
0: yeah. I love, the, I love the verse where he's going about, like, uh, I can't afford anything. Now my bank account's overdrawn. <laughs> I go, yep, yep, been there. God, <laughs> especially last year when I was making $4 less per hour at a job I hated. Yeah, but no kidding. But now, I work a better job with better pay, and I'm still hurting for cash. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but it's uh, it does, it is real. Trust me,
1: it's the season, yeah, it's the season of stress, right? <laughs> sure is, but... Enjoy the days, enjoy your time with your family and your friends, whomever you spend it with. Uh, I think some people look too much into, I don't know, meanings of holidays, and yes, Valentine's Day is a complete commercialization of oh, yeah. something, but when we look at the meaning, it's like, yeah, you know what, sometimes we need to take a step back after living busy life and say, <laughs> around Thanksgiving or Christmas, spend some time with family and friends Uh valentine's day with your loved one uh maybe pay more attention you know it's kind of those reminders so if you think more like that about the holidays and get less into the commercialization of the bullshit that goes along with so many of them yeah everybody's trying to cash in and get a buck can't blame them Uh, but yeah uh there are some shitty parts of the holidays but there's some great parts of the holidays oh yeah
0: definitely so And, yeah, Christmas arguably has been commercialized to all hell. Right. Like I said earlier, we started two months before. Right. Yep. Before we're even celebrating Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Yule is all coming in and just like, just like, hey, remember us? Yeah, how could we forget? You're basically here a third of the year.
1: Costco is one of the worst. In September, they had... Christmas stuff out. We, we were over a month away from Halloween and they were putting Christmas shit out like trees and decorations and then this month within the last two to three weeks there, and I think I've seen some other store, Valentine's shit is already oh. out. And we haven't even hit Christmas yet, people. you got to be shitting me. And no, people are already putting fucking Valentine's stuff. Nobody is trying to buy your Valentine's shit, grocery stores or whatever <laughs> fucking store. Yeah. For now, nobody's thinking about fucking Valentine's Day right now.
0: I barely think of Valentine's Day. The thing is, right? me and my girlfriend, we do some small celebration. And it's literally just like a... Just a kind of dinner thing and a gift exchange. That's literally it. But it happens to be three days before her birthday. Okay. (laughs) So that's also why we don't make such a big deal about it. Because it's like, okay, now I'm stressing about what to get her for her birthday. And now Valentine's fucking day. God damn it. (laughs) But no, Valentine's is just really more of the... uh, Just taking one day to really appreciate your lady, or your man, or your uh, non-binary partner, whatever.
1: Yes, your loved one, whoever that happens to be. Yeah.
0: Actually, funny story. The first Valentine's Day we spent together, we tried to get one of those uh, Papa John's heart-shaped pizzas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, of course, we waited until the last minute, and they were sold out completely because, yep, Valentine's Day. Everyone's doing that. Yeah. So... So I was like, well, I can't get a heart-shaped pizza, but and I took out some leftovers which were these uh, uh which were these tortellini's that my mom made and I just put them on a plate and just made just <laughs> uh, fashioned a heart shape out of them and then just doused it in uh in uh, marinara sauce. I was like, there's no heart-shaped pizza, but here's some, some heart-shaped pasta. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and she's like, oh, God, I love that even more. Good
1: improvisation.
0: Oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. Holidays only work if you put effort in them, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Right. <laughs> and enough with that holiday. We're, we're months away from there. Let's yeah. get back on to Christmas. <laughs> but even on the next two tracks... Nothing Christmas-related here. Eric, we're going to jump into Older Lesser Known. Like I said, only two yeah. tracks on this one. So what do you have for Older Lesser Known?
0: Oh, I got something that's un-Christmas-related. And it's a good thing, too. I mean, we became the very thing we were bitching about. We're talking about holidays that are two months from I now. Know, I God know, God damn it, that's so... We to
1: re-focus there.
0: It's infectious. But I got a band here that will uh help kind of... Uh, Cure that. Right. Yeah, kind of uh, assuages of all our guilt. Anyway, this is a band, and this is actually pretty funny. Half of the picks that I chose for today's episode, including this one and my next one, I just started listening to as early as last night. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, last night and also this morning. (laughs) Because I was kind of coming up dry on what I wanted to put in as a a great album and as a great... uh, and as a great older lesser-known song, so. Uh, but we'll get to the album when it comes to that. That was the band I discovered uh, last night. Oh. Yep, pretty fun stuff. We'll get to that. Yep. However, this band called Forsaken Prophets from Atlanta, Georgia, I discovered them at some point. I don't know. A few months ago, maybe. Okay. But there were one of those bands where I started following them on Bandcamp because I heard something I liked of them, and then I forgot about them. Happens. Yeah. <laughs> so I was scouring the Bandcamp, seeing if I could find something on there that I hadn't listened to. This happened to be my. This happened to be the band that I chose, and yep, it's some great fucking uh, southern-based crossover hardcore thrashy punk rock music. And my god, these guys are heavy. And if. I can accurately say that he remind me of an of equal parts Iron Reagan and Murphy's Law. Iron Reagan mostly because of the sound. You know, that's kind of obvious. But Murphy's Law because they're a they just have a lot of fun with their music. They make stupid, lowbrow, benign jokes and they just have fun with it. They yuck it all up and they own their, they own up to it. And that's quite a few of the songs on some uh on some of these uh, Forsaken Prophets records. And includes including one that I heard today from the album uh that I chose Destroy the Evidence. There was a <laughs> I want to make sure I'm saying it correctly. Trust me, it's worth it. Forsaken Prophets. Yeah. Jizz appointment, okay. Jizz appointment. Jizz appointment. Jizz appointment. And then you got songs like "Revenge of the Taco Monster" and another song that's just called "Cores." Nice. You know, <laughs> the beer. <laughs> but then you have stuff that's a little more uh, brooding, like "Crusader" and "American Dream," "Nukem High," "No Gods," "Death of Tyrants," and then you have "Shove It" <laughs> and corporate whore and nuke high nice <laughs> and probably the uh, my favorite one that comes up towards the end of the album Resist uh, Resist is it's just fun it's thrashy it has a nice little uh, salami breakdown towards the end and oh man a lot of good guttural growling going on so yeah you sick of the holiday spirit well maybe you should try to resist oh that was bad but play the song <laughs> what i'm talking about right yeah fucking a these things are living out there in the uh you know just stuff coming up from the bible belt one of the worst parts of the usa to live in (laughs) i mean at least georgia has got peaches i guess but well and they got peaches and forsaken prophets so do not forget about them (laughs) (laughs) There you go. <laughs> yeah, check them out on their band camp they got a lot of uh they got a lot of stuff I have literally just scratched the surface with their with this album I've listened to the whole thing today it's a great it's a great fucking burner front to back and and yeah I'm going to be figuring out their sound a little bit more if I don't forget about them in the next week <laughs> anyway that's that's forsaken profits
1: let's uh let's continue. <laughs> Well, I picked, for my older, lesser known, it's kind of out of order, but it's in the order that we do our tracks on the show. So uh, I picked to play, I'm going to, spoiler alert, at the end of the show, I'm going to play the band Slade from the UK, That kind of glam rock, early glam rock. Yeah. Uh,
0: Slade, and it almost sounds metal.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be playing that, and... Uh when I was looking up information on the band, I see that the name of the vocalist for the band, Slade, is, his name is Naughty Holder. And I thought, huh, there's this really awesome track that I love from a band I love called <laughs> uh, the Old Firm Casuals. They have a track called Naughty Holder. Let me listen to that again, because all the other times I heard it, I just loved the track because it sounds great. I don't always know what bands are singing about. Sometimes it might take a few listens before it dawns on me, and, oh, that's what they're—that's what the message, or that's what they're singing about. Well, in this case, it took a few years because uh, the Old From Casuals originally released Naughty Holder on A Butcher's Banquet. It was the last track on that release, and that came out June of 2016. <laughs> L- last year... They released uh, Pirates Press Records released "Oi Forty Years Untamed" so November twenty seventh, a little over a year ago, and they put in, uh, a slightly different version, "Naughty Holder The Boot Boy Mix," and that's what we're going to listen to. All right, then. That sounds like that sounds like a
6: mouthload. <laughs> yes.
1: So uh, the band Old from Casuals, if you're unfamiliar, they are from San Francisco, so Northern California. They're on Pirates Press Records, Lars Fredrickson. And Casey Watson, they alternate on vocals, so they, you know, they they do a little bit of both. And, uh, you know, uh, Casey, one of my favorite bass players. Uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to see the old from Casuals play live. I've seen them twice. Nope. (laughs) They are awesome. I definitely recommend it. I saw them at uh, Punk Rock Bowling one year, and then I saw them over at Rock the Ship, uh, they played a club show, and I think Casey had like a broken foot or something. He had to sit on a stool, but Aww. still killed it. Great bass player. Uh, the comp, uh, Oi, 40 Years Untamed. It was released on Pirates Press Records, but Gary Bischel of the go was the one that put the compilation together. Nice. Awesome tracks. If you want to go check that out, I recommend it. I played a bunch of tracks off of it on Puganori Worldwide. Last year in December, I did an episode because there was a couple cool compilations that Pirates Press Records put out at that time. Enough with all that. Let's get into some more music. The Old Firm Casuals. This is the Naughty Holder Boot Boy Mix. Look up a picture of Naughty Holder. The lyrics will make more sense because they made more sense to me once I looked up a picture of Naughty Holder. Over on Discogs, there's a great picture that will make you say, oh, I get exactly what they're talking about. (laughs) So here we go. Naughty Holder Boot Boy Mix. It's Old Firm Casuals. <laughs> Did you look up a picture?
0: I already knew okay. what Naughty Holder looked like. Okay. And yeah, I know he's got them full on He's got full on mutton on his face.
1: Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty awesome. Yes. Pretty awesome, it's a great track. Uh the track finally made sense to me cuz I didn't know who Naughty Holder was at the time. You know, I knew Slade, but I don't know every band member. Of every band that I've ever listened to, and Naughty Holder was one. I didn't know that his name was Naughty Holder. Well, I didn't either.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But then again, I never quite listened to much of Slade, so... Right. All I knew is that they were a band with little people, so... Right. (laughs) That's about as much as I got. And then I heard of the band The Dwarves, and I was like, wait, that's... Maybe they should, uh... (laughs) <laughs>
1: Make a split album together. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe the music might be a little different. We'll talk more about Slade at the end of the show. Uh, that's our older, lesser-known picks. That's why I picked that specific Old Firm Casual song just because I wanted to play Slade on the show, and it finally made sense to me. So hopefully you dig it. That was the boot boy mix that came off of Oi 40 Years Untamed. Sounds a little bit different over on a butcher's Bank with Both tracks great. Love Old Firm Casuals, one of my favorite bands. I love Lars Fredrickson. He's great. Eric, let's do a couple Christmas tracks. Oh yeah! First up, we're gonna play the band Milton Fishman Superstud. What well, you didn't know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a what a name right there! I, I can't. I don't know what else to say other than what a name right there. Milton Fishman Superstud. They're from Orlando in Florida. The band is a ska collective that releases covers. And I want to thank Roland of the Hover Rounds. Played them before, and uh, reached out and said, "Hey, we have this Christmas track." And uh, Roland of the Hover Rounds also plays in the Scott Collective here. Milton Fishman, Superstud. In case I wasn't making that clear, uh, last year, December twenty second of twenty twenty, so exactly one year ago, the band released "Nothing for Christmas." They released it as a single. Uh, we are going to get into that track right now. So thank you to Roland. Here we go with Milton Fishman's Super Stud and their cover of nothing for Christmas.
3: Me. I tied a knot of Somebody me. Did a dance plants. tree toy, the trigger, So
0: By oh <laughs> okay, so uh, yes, the title was a little uh, a little misleading because it's spelled n u t t i n apostrophe,
1: nothing,
0: nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean, if you're not nuttin' on Christmas, then I guess you're uh, you're not really feeling the Yuletide joy.
1: Christmas could have been better, then <laughs> yeah, could have been
0: better, but. Yes, I know. I actually just barely remembered this uh, Christmas carol. This is a bit of a deep cut because I remember in elementary school when I was like in second or third grade or fourth grade. I don't remember what fucking year I was, but yeah, I was part of the little uh, Christmas choir. And this is one of the songs that we sang. Just remember, I tied a knot in Susie's hair. Somebody snitched on me. (laughs) I made Tommy eat a bug. Somebody snitched on me. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Right. So yeah, I really like that.
1: It was fun. I like the the speed. I mean, they did that quick. Less than a minute. I was 59 seconds.
0: Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, 59 seconds. Is that how long you last before you nut on Christmas?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. That was Milton Fishman, Superstead, Nothing for Christmas came out one year ago today, the 22nd of 2020. Let's get into a track that came out two years and one month ago. So the band Glue Ear out of Manchester. They released Santa the Cat Burglar on Horn and Hoof Records November 22nd. Not December 22nd, but November 22nd of 2019. Uh, I played this track on a Christmas episode for Punkanoid Worldwide way back then. Haven't played it on this show yet. I like it. Uh, I, I think the songs, the Christmas songs we're playing on this episode, at least thus far, are, they're fun. We're right before Christmas. Uh, if you want a whole bunch of Christmas tracks, go over to the Punk Worldwide episode that came out last week. Full of Christmas tracks there. We've played a Christmas track or two on all the previous episodes since Thanksgiving. Let's get into one more punk Christmas track on this episode. Glue Ear with Santa the Cat Burglar.
6: It was the night before Christmas, an off the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse, except for some bastard up on the roof. Santa's a thief, and here's the fucking proof. It's got big black boots, come up to his thighs, and a big brushy beard, that is in disguise. Strawberry burglary 101, and nicked all the tools to get the job done. He has this way of getting out to your roof, so breaking out and entering, there is no proof.
1: cat burglar there's your proof you know the way that
0: they had that uh uh the chorus set up like santa the cat what if it just stopped there <laughs> and now i'm just i'm just picturing a big fluffy white cat with a mustache with a mustache and a beard with a little little red snow cap and i'm just like oh that is fucking adorable santa <laughs> the cat got up on the roof And now it's coming down the chimney and it's drinking your whiskey and stealing all your shit. Just picturing that as an actual cat. If you want to make it a cat burglar, oh, yeah. (laughs) And just to show how ballsy it is, it'll steal your dog. Right? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, send to the cat. In parentheses, burglar. <laughs>
1: there you go. That was on Horn and Hoof Records. Go check it out. That was Glue-Ear out of Manchester. That is going to wrap up uh, pretty much. I mean, at the very end, like I said, I was going to play Slade. We'll get more into that. But that's, for the most part, the Christmas tracks, the holiday theme. So I hope you enjoyed it. Let's get into, uh, you know, any concerts that you've seen recently, live shows. I have not seen anything. I haven't gone out. I mean, it was nice to get out. Saw some shows over the summer and even into the fall. But, man, uh, I once I got sick, I hadn't seen any shows and missed, <laughs> like I said, the, the Friendsmas show. Uh, CJ reached out. We're going to do some covers, so maybe me and him will talk about it. And I'll, I'll get that probably out on Punkin' Worldwide next week. But I didn't get to see the show. Eric, any shows you've seen recently?
0: Uh, seen? Fucking played, man. There you go. <laughs> uh yeah, there were a few that were in the last uh, uh, the last week. There was Iceburn at the Urban Lounge. There was uh, Exhorter and Take a Fence, which I almost went to because uh, my friend had a couple of tickets. And she did not want to go because it's a long, long story that is uh, that I am in no place to tell. Uh, dealing with uh, certain members of a certain band that was playing that night. So... And so, yeah, she asked me if I wanted the tickets. I was like, sure, I'll take them. But I was doing the Wrecked Podcast that night, and we didn't get over until about 10. So it was kind of pointless for me to go anyway. Okay. And I was hungry. I needed to eat, man. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe it was a good show. Maybe it wasn't. Oh, well. And, yep, up in Pocatello, Idaho, our friends in Degeneration, XXX, and Social Stigma trekked up there to play the uh, Mosh for Santa 3. That was the... that I am assuming was a fun show, kind of uh, flushed all the hardcore kids out of Salt Lake City because there were none that happened at our show. (laughs) None that happened to show up at our show. The fourth annual anti-Christmas suicide prevention benefit show put together by one Parker McIntyre, and he worked his ass off getting that show together. And the bands that all came, that was inclusive of TACT, Captain Daniels and the Sunnybrook Sailors, which is Parker's Band. Also, Ribbons, Marine Corps, and Bogus. They all came, they all killed it, at least the ones that I saw, because we uh, loaded in, then we dipped out to the bar just across the street from the Beehive to uh, really mostly for Tyler because he needs to get drunk before each show he plays. Because <laughs> he plays better like that and gets more into it, gets more lively, and... Yep, he did a very good job, I will say. <laughs> so we we did miss tax and we missed uh, half of Marine Corps's set, but what we did catch a Marine Corpse, oh, the guys killed it. They're getting better. Awesome. They're getting better. They're still a beginner band, but it's like, oh, gosh darn it, you guys, <laughs> you'll get there. <laughs> all the all the love, all the guys are they're awesome, and they're uh, you can tell that the talent is there. They just need to grease up the hinges a little bit. Tact I had not seen at all, and I have not heard of that band. So I don't know. Well, maybe next time, I guess. <laughs> and yes, Captain Daniels, that is uh, Parker's band. He is Captain Daniels. The rest of the band is the Sunnybrook Sailors. Okay, <laughs> and he was playing, uh, and he was playing very well. And they're just a fun, like I've said in previous episodes, as pirate-themed folk punk band, and they're just really fun. Unfortunately. Uh, Tyler. He uh he plays both acoustic guitar and the mandolin, and his mandolin got stolen prior to the show. That's bullshit. A very yeah, it was a well oiled machine to say the least. He had a, he had such a connection to that mandolin. He filed a police report. He has been sharing all across the board to w- anyone if anyone has seen that mandolin just to get it back because he had it for a few years and he was just. He got the best tone, best sound out of it for all the recordings that he did, and now it's gone. Sucks. That does suck. That is that is just horrible. You could just picture like some uh, uh, some crackhead was like, "Oh, I gotta get this for my uh, I gotta get this for my dealer." <laughs> it's like I'll trade you a s- I'll trade you an ounce for a fucking mandolin here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, I feel bad making a joke at Parker's expense because that that shit really sucks. We're sorry, Parker, but he soldiered on. He played the show. Try not to let that really get him down, and he did very well. I mean, I didn't even notice he was forlorn over that, and deservedly so because that shit, you just don't – you don't exactly brush that off, right? right? Oh, God. Anyway, let's let's, uh, start – Stop talking about them and start talking about me. There you go. <laughs> That's it. Okay, but hold on. Ribbons was good. Ribbons was really good. Re, their fucking uh, drummer. He was playing the drums so hard that the uh, cymbals fell over on top of his bass drum. Whoa! And, and I was sort of in the back behind my merch table, and I was like, "Nobody's seeing this. Nobody's jumping it." Okay, I guess it's fucking me. So I had to run up and just <laughs> reposition the dr- the. Oh my god, the cymbal stands. Just so he could keep playing. But didn't miss a beat. He just kept going. He's becoming a little ferocious drummer. I love it. Oh, God. And what was the last band I said? Oh, yeah, Bogus. Really noisy, really gruesome, really just grinding-type power violence music. Oh, man. It's, uh, It's some intense stuff. They're really heavy, really short, too. Their set was, I think, about 15 minutes, maybe. Wow. Yeah, they were really weren't on that long, but they made their presence known, awesome. and I loved it. And then us. This is the last show we will be playing for the winter. We are going into hibernation, as it were, <laughs> <laughs> at least from shows. We're actually trying to uh, <clears throat> lock down and really get our songs that we have currently tight. And then we're going to bring in some of the new stuff and get a full LP's worth of music ready for in the, for what, when? Somewhere down the line, we can (laughs) record the sumbitch. That's awesome. (laughs) So, yes, this was the last show that we will have at least until March. That's when we got a few others planned with uh, guys from NARC. Cool. Yep, that's going to be a fun one. And we really love playing with NARC. Cool guys, and... I just got to say it, Tyler is Tyler Barani, drummer for NARC, he's probably the best drummer of the punk rock scene. I will say that right now. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a killer.
1: Well, people get out there and check out NARC if you're in our area or if NARC comes to your area. Oh,
0: yeah. They're mostly in our area. They play like three shows a week. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Good for <laughs> yeah,
0: them. They're grinders. Love it. And uh, yeah, our show went very, it went very well. We were really in the pocket. it was definitely better, as we said, than our last show at the Beehive, which was the opening for uh, opening up for 200 stab wounds. Wasn't a bad show, but we definitely could have uh, tightened up some screws in a few places. I say that we were like 80% in the pocket. This time, we were more 94.5% in the pocket. Nice. If I'm going to be specific. Oh, God. I've memorized... I actually memorized my lyrics this time.
1: Oh, good job! Yeah,
0: <laughs> I may have uh, missed a couple, but that was mostly because I was uh, uh, trying to catch breath. That, that <laughs> it happens. Keep it. It's so hard. I was lulling so hard, but yep. And this was the first show where we were selling hoodies. Awesome. Oh yeah, all the hoodies came in, and we made we made a pretty penny selling that stuff. So it was great. And, uh, of course, we didn't see any door money because that does not exist for a benefit show. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But in total, uh, if I remember correctly, we raised over $500 on that show alone for AFSP. So that was, yep, it was definitely well worth the effort. Maybe not worth getting a fucking mandolin stolen, but the show went off successfully and that was the first time we ever closed a show actually no it wasn't the first time the first time okay. we closed a show is one we showed up late and they were and they were like okay you guys are going on last kind of as a punishment <laughs> <laughs> because there were two touring bands that were on that bill so yeah they and it's in the underground community it's uh, usually good practice to have the touring bands play like second or third to last because that's when the peak of attendees will be there and they will hear the music and we'll give them time to scour the merch table give them some uh you know and give them some time before they uh have to pack up and roll out right you know get to know the people get to know the guys before they're coming in so yeah we were uh just put on the bottom of the bill and this was when we were a four-piece because our former bassist was out of commission over in a over in military training for the uh, the Air Force. Okay. And so I was pulling double duty on the bass and the, and the vocals. So we just felt like a mess. And the people were just not getting into our set at all. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This was not a good day. So this was a good, uh, I don't know, makeup show for that. Oh, good. <laughs> I mean, that was over two years ago. I doubt anyone remembers it. I know I don't. <laughs> I can't even remember the name of the bands that were touring. Actually, I think one was called Crucial Measures. I could be mixing that up with another show, but that's that's not important. The important thing was the show was good. We raised a lot of money for AFSP. All the bands were just fucking amazing, and I'm assuming Tact was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, that's all I got to say about that show. We won't be playing for another few months, but these other guys will be playing at some point in the winter,
1: awesome. Yeah, talking about that. Any upcoming shows, sir? <laughs> I've got two that I'll mention. Uh, just I haven't spent a lot of time looking at them, but I did come across a couple. One on December thirty-first, so your New Year's Eve, a spectacular. Uh, you'll get to see some kind of nightmare, Tiger Sex, The Jasons, and Stealing Volume. Tickets are only ten bucks. It's December. 31st, and it's in Indianapolis at the Melody Inn. So go check them out. A lot of cool bands uh, to check out there. And one other show, it'll be December 30th, and it is in Spring Valley, which is, uh, where is that? The band coming in is from Arizona. So Club Lemon Official at Bancroft in Spring Valley. Fight the Vomit from Arizona, uh, Valiendo, Madre, Schizoid, and Glue Sticks will also be playing. Tickets are only 5 bucks. This is December 31st, and it looks like Club Lemon is in San Diego, California. So there you go. Yes, it is. There you go. That would make sense. Club Lemon, Lemon Grove, all that. Yeah, I should have known. Anyway, <laughs> Thursday the 30th, you'll get to see Fight the Vomit from Arizona, those are the only two shows I have got to mention that are, you know, in the next week or so that I have come across. So are you do you have any other shows you're gonna mention?
0: Yes, I have one. Okay. Yep. And this isn't the this isn't until the thirty-first as well. And this is going to be a New Year's Eve spectacular, as it were. At Ace's High Saloon.
1: I forgot I was gonna mention this one, so that's you're already mentioning it. Yep. I don't need to.
0: This is this is my time, man. Yep. So yes, we will be we will be greeted by the band X Ex- Overexposure from Colorado, as well as support from the stick ups and narc and power beer and the OG Giants of SLC Street Punk Endless Struggle. Oh, yeah. Endless struggle. They've played a few times since the uh, ban for shows was lifted. One of which was their opening up for The Casualties of, uh,
1: what was that last, no,
0: No, two months ago, wasn't
1: it? I think it was like the first week of November. Yeah. Okay,
0: so somewhere, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, I was not at that show, but oh well. Uh, But yeah, I think I'm going to try and make it to this one. I do not know what my New Year's plans are. So, might as well be this. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be uh that's going to be a fun one. That's going to be a nice rowdy way to br- to see out 2021 and bring in 2022.
1: Great one. Uh, I love the stickups. They are phenomenal. Both of their out, al- well their EP and their album are really good. So definitely check those out. Mm-hmm. Uh that's going to be a good show. Yeah.
0: But yeah, that's uh any immediate shows between uh, this Wednesday and the next, uh, there really isn't any. Not to my knowledge. And this is actually kind of the lull of shows because it's the holiday season. Between the 25th and the 31st of December, there's, like, nothing going on. <laughs> because, you know, everyone's either out of town or they're busy with family members or they're busy with friends. Right. And no one really wants to... Uh, you know, put together a show or even go to one. It's not even gonna be worth it in a small city like ours. Yeah, we know the drill. <laughs> but you never know. Never <laughs> know. <laughs> They're reserving shows for weekends these days. Come on, what happened to the midweek shows?
1: Gotta have something to do in the midweek.
0: Yeah, we need, especially on especially on Thursday. You're just so close to the weekend. But it's like, I need I need something, man. <laughs> I don't know some people. Some people's Saturdays are Thursdays. Right. Yeah, that's just a, yeah. Who even knows these days?
1: Well, let's get into great cover-to-cover albums. You were alluding to uh, this one and Mm -hmm. talking about it earlier. So, what do you got?
0: Well, I got the album that I, from the band, that I just discovered last night. And, uh, yeah, I really had no idea this band existed Probably because they are bigger overseas. This is the band, The Baboon Show.
1: They are big overseas, too, Sue. I didn't notice, and uh, Thorsten lives in Germany. Thorsten's been listening to the show for, I mean, pretty close to when we started the show. And he's always uh, pointing out some cool stuff to check out. And he pointed The Baboon Show out to me, I don't know, two, three years ago, probably three years ago. Something like that. Like, hey, this band's huge over in Europe. And they are... Uh, you know, top build at, at pretty much anything like festivals and stuff. Wherever they go play, they are one of the bigger bands that play those shows. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I've yet to see them over here, though.
1: <laughs> I don't know if they've been over here. Uh, maybe punk rock bowling or some big festival will get them over here, like they've done with like bands like Perkley and uh, other bands like that.
0: Oh, the specials. Yes. Yeah. And, of course, Cox Bar every few years or show. Absolutely. Or so or maybe some.
1: we'll get to see the Baboon show. Anyway, they're from Stockholm, Sweden. That's yep. pretty cool. Stockholm.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. And they are, uh, and you listen to the music. I listen to the music, and it just grabbed me in such a way. It made sense why they are as big as they are. Right. And, yeah, that sound is being a, uh, it feels more like that old school proto-punk sort of garage type rock and roll right there that just was a little more rough around the exteriors. And that's what this one sounds like. You hear a lot of rock and roll elements in there, especially with the guitars and the little uh, over overlay of melodies that they put on there. And the singer who's I I didn't bother to learn any of their names yet, but their singer, she has this uh she has this amazing voice where it is raspy but just holds a melody like none other. Yeah. So, I was just floored by their whole By their whole presentation. So I listened to a couple of albums that came out, and the one that I listened to the most, the last... uh, In the last day? (laughs) In the last uh, 22 hours, (laughs) 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 was The World Is Bigger Than You. And apparently that's a favorite among many others, because this was some of the top tracks that were coming up on the little Apple Music thing. Okay. So yeah, The Baboon Show, World is Bigger Than You, and I listen to it, yeah, I understand why. <laughs> so yeah, they have a, they have like I said, they have that old school sound where rock and roll was getting a bit faster, a little bit more edgy, and a little bit rough, rougher, rougher? Right. rougher? Is that a word? More rough? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they don't, I wouldn't say that they sound quite like the Stooges or anything like that. I say they sound a bit more like the MC5. Okay. So So yeah, just uh, consider that band. Once again, that's the band that kicked out the jams motherfucker. So yeah. keep that in mind when we play this first song, that is I Will Go On. This is one of their more traditional punk sounding anthems. Watch out, <laughs> See what I mean? Right? <laughs> it's just got that, it's got that simple aggression in there. And yeah, you hear what I was saying about the about their lead singer? Oh man, it just it's got a very demanding and captivating voice. Right. Like it is just hard not to pay attention to it. Yeah. So yeah, that's really that's really what I gotta say about that one. The other one is, I guess, a kind of a runaway hit for these guys, because this one is uh, definitely among the most played. That is Me, Myself, and I. And this one scales it back just a little bit, ever so slightly, but the intensity is still the same. It's just coming from uh, some of the little stringy guitars that are coming in and just giving a bit of a, a not too experimental feel to it. Like, I wouldn't say experimental is the right word, actually, but I will say that it is different, at least compared to what we just listened to. So, So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here is me, myself, and I...
3: Got good time.
0: So yeah, it scales back just a little bit in the verse, but that's really the reason being that you can grasp the lyrics a little bit better, right? And yeah, you kind of pick up on those lyrics, it's just kind of like a def- kind of the defeatist trope that our brains go through, you know, stuff like uh, you know what, everything's fine, everything's doing okay, I'll just be an ostrich and poke my head in the ground and just assume that everything around me that i have uh turned my turn a blind eye to is uh not existing anymore i don't watch the news i don't read the papers i'm just going to sit in this bar and continue drinking this drink that i can't afford <laughs> yeah i love that i got a car but i can't afford the gasoline <laughs> right yeah man just uh yeah just we're just these little words these little anecdotes that you know are kind of thick with metaphors just when you think about it a little bit it just makes sense right so i really love that i love that i love that song i love this album i think i might love this band
1: they're pretty good oh like yeah
0: they are pretty good so so thank you baboon show i've known you for less than 24 hours and i'm already hooked <laughs> there's two albums that i have listened to that i Really had a hard time choosing between for today's episode. So I will I will continue down the road of discovering their music. And I will present that one in the next episode. They do have a new song that is out currently. I believe it's called... Uh,
1: Oddball, I think, right?
0: Yeah, Oddball. That's what it is. Yeah. Yep, that one just came out. I uh, listened to it once. It's a, it's a bit softer than what we heard today. But still good, nonetheless.
1: The new album, uh, Rebeldi, I think is what it is. Good. And the cool thing I was going to point out is when you come across one of those bands, this band's been around since 2003, (laughs) they have a large discography. They have a lot of cool stuff to listen to. So when you get to come across a band that's been around for so long, you get a lot to go through.
0: Uh Yeah. Kind of overwhelming at first, but... If they grab you, then you don't mind afterwards.
1: Yeah, it's like if you were a fan of the band back in 2003, then you had to wait for each of those releases every yeah. time they come out. But if you discover them 18 years later, then all of that stuff's already out, and it's like a band coming across the band, and then they just put out like 10 or more releases. I don't even know how many they have total, like LPs and EPs. But a whole bunch all at one time. Yep.
0: <laughs> yep, and... uh with what I've heard as of right now, I think it's uh, worth the travel. Absolutely. Yep, so there's, uh, there's the baboon show. If you haven't heard of them, now you have. Absolutely. If, if you're in the States, if we got any listeners from Sweden, you're probably going, oh, finally.
1: Right. <laughs> or, or in Europe, for that matter, because I'm mm. sure a lot of people know them.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. That they finally, they finally found their way over to the States. <laughs> at least to this little nick of the woods over here.
1: Right. Well, before I get into my album, uh, I want to point out, while we were recording, I was talking at the beginning of the show, Icky Punk's release, Punk Not Junk, on Little Willie Records. I mentioned that they were releasing like a new track a day. Well, they added another new track while we were recording, Les, les Entrats, Entrachat, entra and also, Fox, I think, The Explainers released their new album, Punk Rock Pool Party. Came out. It's officially out tomorrow the 23rd, but they released it, you know, uh back on the East Coast. It was probably pretty close to, you know, getting close to midnight anyway. Anyway, the point is, is that's out uh, their third LP, 13 new tracks. I played Staten Island Christmas over on that Punkanoy Worldwide episode last week that featured all the Christmas tracks, cause uh, Sean sent it over, but you can get it on that release and 12 other tracks from The Explainer. So both of those just came out uh, while we were recording. More new tracks to add to that list. Let's get into my new, or not my new, but my great cover-to-cover album. The band is The Afraid. I really like this band. The cool street punk out of L.A. Uh, played them numerous other times. they have had some mm-hmm. singles. Uh, I played Bombs Away off of this album, Here They Come, that they released July 15th of 2018. And it's a seven-track release. It's still an album. Uh, I think officially EPs are typically considered like six tracks or, you know, what is it, 16 minutes or 18 minutes? I, don't know, it's eight, I think it's like 18 minutes, and I think this is mm-hmm. over, seven tracks over 18 minutes. But just barely So I would assume this counts as an LP But it is seven tracks We're going to play two of them Two more of them Here, if you're unfamiliar with The Afraid They formed way back in 2016 Five years ago Coming up on six Uh, The album again, here they come Let's get into the first track That we're going to listen to Called Underground Sound Here we go with The Afraid (laughs) Oh, 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 band the album again is called here they come uh the track bombs away i've already played that one on the show so i didn't pick that one but that might be my favorite one off the album <laughs> uh, so go check that one out too go check out the album uh, one more track from this release came out about three and a half years ago so it's fairly new again it was seven tracks if you listen to uh, i can't even remember when it was. probably like 2019 i think is when i played bombs away Now you'll have heard, after this next track, you'll have heard three of the four tracks if you've listened to that episode too. So get out there, check it out. Let's get into The Afraid from LA. One more track off of Here They Come. It is called Way of Life. I like that band. I recommend you get out there and check them out. Well, I have checked them out now.
0: Excellent. <laughs> and checked them out in the past because you have played them very recently on this show as well.
1: I have. I like the band. Like I say, they they had some singles that uh, they've released since this release, and I think every time a singles come out, I've either played it here or Punkanoy Worldwide. Uh, go check out their Bandcamp page. Uh, they have several releases there that, that you can check out and some of those singles. So get it. Check it out. It's The Afraid. Eric, let's wrap up the show with some not-punk music. What do you have?
0: Yeah, not-punk music and not even uh, Christmassy music. This yeah. is actually uh, really a song I've been listening to a lot this week. And it's a song from Warren Zevon. Once again, the guy who wrote the Werewolves of London song oh yeah that song in London yeah <laughs> yeah he's uh he's very well known for that one but I have played him on this show uh a bit over when a year ago something like that something like that it was either last year or earlier this year uh yeah that was the song excitable boy go uh, go back and check out the song excitable boy it's a really fucked up one, but so chipper sounding.
1: (laughs) You played it March... uh, Yeah, back in March, episode 205.
0: Okay. Yep, there you go. You heard it here, folks. (laughs) 205. That's one to... That's the episode to go back, or just... Yeah, if you want to listen to the episode, fine, go ahead and do it. I ain't gonna stop you. But if you want to listen to that song, or really the whole album that it's off of, which is Excitable Boy, listen to that one. But for now, I'm gonna have you listen to this one. This is one of my personal favorite songs that Warren Zevon has done. And once again, to kind of reiterate his uh, history, he was a he was a bit of an underground success in the '70s, kind of uh, flying under the Kind of under the shadow of your Led Zeppelin and your Pink Floyd and all those uh, monstrous rock and roll titans that were just that were just eating up all the fan bases in the 70s. So yeah, uh, Warren Zevon. He's kind of a very he's a very underrated artist. And yeah, he is known for the Werewolves of London song, but he, he yeah his fan base obviously knows him for a lot more. I've been listening to him a lot ever since I was 12.
1: And he was already dead.
0: Yeah, he was already <laughs> dead. He died in uh, 2003 or 2002. Yes. Somewhere. Three, yeah. yeah, 2003 because of the old cancer. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But he went out on a, on a high note with his album The Wind. That was a really good album, by the way. So, uh, yeah, I wish I could play it on as a great cover-to-cover album on the show. Looks like I'll just have to go through and play every single song <laughs> on that record for... Uh, uh, for a little bonus on the end here, um, so yeah, Warren Zevon, he was known for he was known pretty much for his skills on the piano. He could play piano like a motherfucker, that guy. But he is a multi-talent. Uh, yeah, he sings, but he also plays guitar quite well. I might add, he has an entire live album where it's just acoustic versions of his songs. Cool. So fifty percent on piano, fifty percent on guitar. This one is him playing on the guitar and also the harmonica. He's going Bob Dylan on us. Wow. <laughs> yep. Uh, reverse Judas, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you don't know the Judas story, that's when Bob Dylan did a uh, uh you know, the whole Dylan goes electric when he did uh. like a Rolling Stone and he was like up there with a Fender Stratocaster And you can hear it on one of the live recordings, a fan shouting out, Judas! Because, yeah, he's not playing the acoustic guitar anymore. It's like, no, he is. He's just doing other stuff. (laughs) So, yeah, this is him uh, going from the piano to the guitar. Awesome. So, yeah, the song is called I Was in the House When the House Burned Down. It's a bit of a misanthropic song, just really, uh, just kind of really hits hard if anyone is feeling feeling like the world's burning down around them you know that whole spiel yeah <laughs> Yep. this is the yep. this is the song that i listen to quite a bit it's probably gonna be at my 2021 apple music roundup i'm gonna say the songs <laughs> that you listen to the most <laughs> which i did most of them are soldiers of destruction songs awesome <laughs> i gotta say that so yeah here's warren's eve on i was in the house when the house burned down
2: Till it all got smoked I kept the promise till the vow got broke I had to drink from the loving cup I stood on the banks till the river rose up I saw the bride in a wedding gown I was in the house when the house burned
0: One of those uh, sad boy folk songs. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I mean, it's kind of got a rock and roll element to it. I mean, the drums. <laughs> so, yeah, not exactly Christmas-themed, although he does reference Jesus in there as the man with the thorny crown. Right. Helped him carry his cross through town, but that's really, that's really more Easter-themed. <laughs> Probably true. Yeah, that was the... So, should have saved that for April. Oh, well. <laughs> No, it is no it's still uh, it's still very uh, Christmas themed, especially in this this time of year where yeah there's a lot of negative intricacies that come out. There's the feeling of like being lonely being feeling abandoned. Everyone else is celebrating around you and you got no one with whom you can celebrate. or maybe something bad happened around this holiday and you can't exactly shake that. There's a uh, plenty of uh, people out there who haven't had the merriest of Christmases because their house was burning down around them, yeah. and it kind of hits a little bit harder during uh, days of during days of celebration. My granddad died right before Christmas happened, and right before his birthday too. Oh, he died the same month that he was. He died in the same month that he was originally born. Wow. Yeah, kind of crazy, but. Yeah, these that's just the times, man. And times can suck a lot, especially in winter. This is where, uh, that was something I wanted to talk about in the uh, anti-suicide prevention benefit show. The anti-Christmas suicide prevention show. Jesus. (laughs) It's like, yes, in these uh, cold, gray winter days, not a lot of sun out there, not a lot of vitamin D entering your brain. You kind of feel... Sequestered, feel like you uh, can't really go outside and brave the cold, brave all that snow, and yeah, it really sucks. Spirits get very down around this time of year. True. So all the more reason to uh, all the more reason to remind yourselves as to why you're on this mortal coil. You just gotta keep busy, man. Yep. <laughs> just gotta keep busy and heat those problems head on. It sucks. I've been through it many. Many, many fucking times, man. And I'm still going through it. And it most likely won't change, but you know, at least change myself.
1: Right. Well, So we, yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> yes, indeed. We're going to wrap this up with a Merry Christmas track. Merry Christmas, everybody. We've been talking about yeah. Slade this episode. Well, that's the track we're going to play.
0: Yeah, let's end it on a high note. <laughs> right.
1: If you're unfamiliar with Slade, they're from Wolverhampton in the UK. They started his band way back in 1969, and they released this as a single December 7th of 1973, far before Eric or I were born. <laughs> this was a Christmas track out there. And if you're familiar with the band, you would know that this is the best-selling single for the band. They sold over a million copies of this single, Uh, Merry Christmas Everybody. If you don't know Slade, but you might know other hair metal bands, such as Quiet Riot, well, Quiet Riot did covers of a couple Slade tracks, and Quiet Riot had a lot of success with those covers.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Which covers were those come on feel the noise and mama we're all crazy now oh yeah oh yeah i forgot about feel the noise yep yeah that was a slade track slade did it first uh but quite right had huge success with both of those tracks
5: come on feel the noise
6: yep got, wah, wah, wah.
1: you got it <laughs> yeah also Mama We're All Crazy Now great track I've seen Quiet Riot uh, perform both of those live uh, but the point of this was Naughty Holder he is the vocalist I was talking about that earlier the Old From Casuals track was referencing Naughty Holder the vocalist of this band Slade so let's play the track let's wrap up the show here we go Merry Christmas everybody Begun look to the future, everyone. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: it's only just begun. Really? I thought it began back in uh the end of
1: September. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Well, that was Slade. I played the old firm casuals track because I wanted to play the Slade track. But Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Eric, uh let's wrap up the show yes let's wrap it up you can find us on itunes spotify stitcher youtube music amazon music player fm and and you can find the bands on instagram at mandalore hxc at el sancho hi at forsaken profits at the old firm casuals at milton fishman super at that's such a great band name at <laughs> glue ear punk At Horn, well, Horn and Hoof Records, that's where you can find the Gluir Punks, so at Horn and Hoof Records, at the Baboon Show, at the Afraid Punks, and that's punks with an X. This show's on SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? Where can you find me?
0: That is a good question, because sometimes I don't even know the answer. (laughs) You can be found in many places. Exactly. That's why I don't know the answer half the time. <laughs> on Instagram, you can find me at scary uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. The other uh projects slash musical advents I am a part of are on Instagram as well. At anonymous underscore band official. At Heart of Dark 801 SLC. Those are the two bands I am in. You can also find Certain other podcasts I appear on at the Assault City Circle Pit, which is at Assault City CP, the Wrecked Podcast, which is at Wrecked Cast, and my Lead Melodies Podcast, which is at Lead Melodies underscore podcast. The Facebook for all of these, at Anonymous SLC, and Circle Pit Radio, Wrecked Podcast, and at Lead.Melodies.Podcast SLC, and Follow my Facebook page at SLC Hardcore to keep up to date with any news, slash shows, slash music being released in the Salt Lake Underground scene. And yeah, that that's it. That's all of
1: it. <laughs> Excellent. You can find the bands on Facebook at Mandalore HXC at El Sancho Hawaii, at Forsaken Profits, at the old firm casuals oi. At Milton Fishman, Super Stud, at Glue Ear, at Horn and Hoof Records, at The Baboon Show, at The Afraid Punks. Again, that is Punks with an X. The show's at SLC Punkcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. I hope you enjoyed the holiday season and all the holiday tracks we played here over on Punga Worldwide. <laughs> and just the holiday tracks in general. I hope your holidays are as good as you could hope for. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show?
0: Uh, Before we wrap up the show? The last show before Christmas. last show before Christmas. Then on Christmas, it's going to get ripped apart.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You wrap it up just to have it torn apart. Right. Uh, uh, Really uh, just kind of uh, retreading what I was saying a bit earlier. Yes, uh, Christmas or any whatever holiday you spend, that being Christmas, that can also be Hanukkah, could also be Kwanzaa, it could also be as I celebrate Yule or Sol Invictus, which is what the Satanists <laughs> celebrate, and also the uh, and also just the winter solstice, welcoming in the season of winter. Well,
1: that was was that yesterday, the twenty first. Yes, it was. Awesome.
0: That also pretty funny. This will be the last time that you will see have a month being the twenty first day. Of the twenty first year of the twenty first century, yeah, pretty crazy it is. <laughs> yeah, but not really going to happen again. Nope, that's done. Not in our lifetime. Uh, but yes, yeah. However you celebrate your uh, holiday, it's good that you have people with whom you can celebrate. And for some, for some Christmas and any one of those holidays, just another day. I mean. People just see it as like a regular day for them because like I said, they have their reasons for not wanting to celebrate. And some people work on Christmas. Yeah. Some people do that. I've had to do that cuz I worked at a ski resort, right? And everybody wants to go skiing on Christmas. It's fucking goddamn, right? <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, if if you don't celebrate it, if you work on Christmas, that's a uh, that's your deal, but if you're alone, On Christmas, just uh, take that as a day for yourself. Figure yourself out, man. So, So with all that being said, happy holidays and play the fucking outro.